Section 16 of Great Epics in American History, Volume 2. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Great Epics in American History, Volume 2. The Planting of the First Colonies, 1562-1733, by Francis Whiting Halsey. Section 16. The Beginnings of the Massachusetts Bay Colony, 1627-1631, by Governor Thomas Dudley. Touching the plantation which we here have begun, it fell out thus about the years 1627, some friends, being together in Lincolnshire, fell into some discourse about New England and the planting of the gospel there. And after some deliberation we imparted our reason by letters and messages to some in London and the West Country, where it was likewise deliberately thought upon, and at length, with often negotiation so ripened, that in the year 1628 we procured a patent from his matey for our planting between the Massachusetts Bay and Charles River on the south, and the river of Merrimack on the north, and three miles on either side of those rivers and bay, as also for the government of those who did or should inhabit within that compass. And the same year we sent Mr. John Endicott, and some with him, to begin a plantation, and to strengthen such as he should find there which we sent thither from Dorchester, and some places adjoining from whom the same year receiving hopeful news. The next year, 1629, we sent diverse ships over with about three hundred people, and some cows, goats, and horses, many of which arrived safely. These, by their two large commendations of the country, and the commodities thereof, invited us so strongly to go on that Mr. Winthrop of Suffolk, who was well known in his country and well approved here for his piety, liberality, wisdom, and gravity, coming into us, we came to such resolution that, in April 1630, we set sail from Old England with four good ships. And in May following, eight more followed, two having gone before in February and March, and two more following in June and August, besides another set out by a private merchant. These seventeen ships arrived all safe in New England, for the increase of the plantation here, this year, 1630. Our four ships, which set out in April, arrived here in June and July, where we found the colony in a sad and unexpected condition, above eighty of them being dead, the winter before and many of those alive, weak and sick, all the corn and bread amongst them, all hardly sufficient to feed them a fortnight insomuch that the remainder of one hundred and eighty servants we had the two years before sent over, coming to us for victuals to sustain them, we found ourselves wholly unable to feed them, by reason that the provisions shipped for them were taken out of the ship they were put in, and they who were trusted to ship them in another failed us and left them behind whereupon necessity enforced us to our extreme loss to give them all liberty, who had cost us about sixteen or twenty pounds sterling a person, furnishing and sending over. 
but bearing these things as we might we began to consult of the place of our sitting down for salem where we landed pleased us not and to that purpose some were sent to the bay to search up the rivers for a convenient place who upon their return reported to have found a good place upon mystic but some others of us seconding this to approve or dislike of their judgment we found a place that liked us better three leagues up charles river and thereupon unshipped our goods into other vessels and with much cost and labor brought them in july to charlestown but there receiving advertisements by some of the late arrived ships from london and amsterdam of some french preparations against us many of our people brought with us being sick of fevers and the scurvy and we thereby unable to carry up our ordnance and baggage so far we were forced to change counsel and for our present shelter to plant dispersedly some at charlestown which standeth on the north side of the mouth of the charles river some on the south side thereof which place we named boston as we intend to have done the place we first resolved on some of us upon mystic which we named medford some of us westward on charles river four miles from charlestown which we named watertown others of us two miles from boston in a place we named roxbury others upon the river of saugus between salem and charlestown and the western men four miles south from boston at a place we named dorchester this dispersion troubled some of us but help we could not wanting ability to remove to any place fit to build a town upon and the time too short to deliberate any longer lest the winter should surprise us before we had built our houses of the people who came over with us from the time of their setting sail from england april sixteen thirty until december following there died by estimation about two hundred at the least so low hath the lord brought us well yet they who survived were not discouraged but bearing god's corrections with humility and trusting in his mercies and considering how after a great ebb he had raised up our neighbors at plymouth we began again in december to consult about a fit place to build a town upon leaving all thoughts of a fort because upon any invasion we were necessarily to lose our houses when we should retire thereunto so after diverse meetings at boston roxbury and watertown on the twenty eighth of december we grew to this resolution to bind all the assistance mr endicott and mr sharp accepted which last purposeth to return by the next ships into england to build houses at a place a mile east from watertown near charles river the next spring and to winter there the next year that so by our examples and by removing the ordnance and munition thither all who were able might be drawn thither and such as shall come to us hereafter to their advantage be compelled so to do and so if god would a fortified town might there grow up the place fitting reasonably well thereto but now having some leisure to discourse of the motives for other men's coming to this place or their abstaining from it 
after my brief manner I say this, that if any come hither to plant for worldly ends that can live well at home, he commits an error of which he will soon repent him. But if for spiritual ends, and that no particular obstacle hinder his removal, he may find here what may well content him, that is, materials to build, fuel to burn, ground to plant, seas and rivers to fish in, a pure air to breathe in, good water to drink till wine or beer can be made, which together with the cows, hogs, and goats brought hither already may suffice for food, for as fowl and venison they are dainties here as well as in England. For cloths and beddings they must bring them with them till time and industry produce them here. In a word, we yet enjoy little to be envied, but endure much to be pitied in the sickness and mortality of our people. End of section 16